The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. What's up? Hey. What's <laughs> up? Coming in hot. How you doing? Coming in real hot. Real nice. I What's am happening, a, big boy? Uh, nothing, nothing. Just waiting to see which one of these 13 matches, SummerSlam 2017, <laughs> Omega had better do a fucking run-in on. That's what I'm looking. Will Kenny show up during Orton Rusev? Does the cleaner clean up? In the middle of Balor and Wyatt. Lord knows that Balor got himself real sloppy pants. Yeah, or did. will the elite decide to get involved with the opposite of such in regards to show and cast? Remains to be seen. TBD. TBD. By the way, uh, we're yeah. good, good afternoon. It's the Rough House Podcast, Realm hey Network. Guys. Hey there. Uh, Patreon page. You know the deal. Subscribe. Yeah. Some um, great stuff on the Patreon page, by the way. Yeah, boy, I get. It's funny because I don't, I don't have. Um, I just, I fucking forgot my login. I just don't care, and <laughs> I still get updates. And right. I, I like, I get, I can't access your posts unless I log in. Right. So I just get the Iron Crown, more like the Iron Frown. Go Neville, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? I don't understand. Well, yeah. But people yeah. are responding, so. Yeah. That's they're, good. They're, they're picking up what I'm putting down, and, I, and I'm enjoying writing it. I just did a uh, an NXT takeover uh, written up preview and prediction thing that I posted today for the uh, five dollar a month patrons. So check that out. And also, the uh, wrestler erotic fan fiction is going strong. Uh, so far, yeah. we've had two great submissions uh, for Nia Jax and James Ellsworth. So now we're looking for. Um, I came up with this pairing of uh, Big Show and Naomi. So you guys uh, have at it with Big Show and Naomi. Send me what you got, and I'll uh, I'll put it to tape and uh, and post it on the uh, Patreon for your listening enjoyment and fappenings. I'll even fucking challenge you guys to do a little um, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, Kurt Angle, and that's oh. it. All right, <laughs> mix and match, however you Oof. so choose to. That's a lot of technical dicking. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh-huh. That's a lot of mat work happening there. Belly to belly squirt plex. <laughs> Sounds nice. You're so much so, better at that than I am. 
Well, good, good. I'm excited that the stuff's going up there. It's going well. Also, quick yeah. tease, next week, the debut first four-episode run of Bad Habits with Justin Schlegel rolls out, fully oh, produced, yeah. and ready to go. Brand new podcast. We go everything from shoplifting to really, really sketchy porn habits, lying to our significant <laughs> others about traffic on the way home, and um, internationally flavored Kit Kats on Bad Habits. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Can't wait. Yes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So uh, we got SummerSlam here, and we have a 13-match card. I am already fucking sweating at the thought of this thing being Does that some. The just announced um, Miz Taraj versus Jason Jordan and the Broken Brothers? Yes, it does. The Hardy okay, Boys, right. Jason Jordan with the Miz Taraj, Miz, Kurt, Axel, Bo Dallas, and Maurice. Uh, that is going to be, that's going to headline, looks to be the pre-show. There's three pre-show matches and ten main car matches. So God this damn. should start at about noon and wrap yeah. up at fucking 1 a.m. Because we've been saying for years now, not enough wrestling guys. We could use more. Can you yeah. please have another fucking tournament like the Albino Snow White Challenge? All fucking pasty white Rick, or what is it, fucking Jack Gallagher, who, by the way, has he yeah. disappeared? Is Gallagher gone? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I haven't, he I haven't hurt? heard from him in a while. The Lord knows the last time I watched 205 Live, it's been fucking months. So. It seems like they've had him, he was on the main roster for a little bit, like on the main card, like well, he was yeah, doing. Because the cruiserweights were doing stuff on the main show, and that's where he was. He wasn't like doing stuff. He wasn't interacting with Big Show or anything. Yeah, he was doing some kind of stuff, and then uh, he made a uh, appearance on the April 26th episode of NXT, challenging Tyler Bate. And, uh, yeah, I don't know who the fuck he's gotten off to, but wherever you're at, stay there. So <laughs> let's really, really, just as uh, where where do we start with this thing? We got a couple of we got a, a fucking wild SmackDown with a yeah. Let's start with that. What the shit occurrence there at the end? Oh boy. Um, Boy, let's just, I mean, obviously, the, the, the only things really worth getting into are, um, you know, obviously, I know you love the fashion files, which I'm, I like that they kind of are saying to themselves, hey, we're just sort of making this shit up as we go along. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah. And then you had one of the weirdest, like, jaw, lip smacking, what the fuck did I just watch, money in the bank, unsuccessful cash-ins with Corbin. They made Baron Corbin look like the biggest dummy on the planet Earth. Man, um, there's a lot to unpack here. First and foremost, you had Cena versus Jinder, which, man, all, the man loves his country. The man just loves yeah. India. Is that so wrong? He's he's the Indian John Cena, as far as, as the booking's concerned. And... In light of everything kind of going on in the world today, yeah. maybe a state away, it's it's kind of an embarrassing, antiquated, xenophobic angle, especially when you got a crowd full of people booing an old woman singing the Indian National Anthem. Yeah. I have been very happy that Jinder has found a way to move up the card yeah. uh, and, and develop his character and become a championship-caliber performer, but the angle has stalled the 1980s brown person versus yeah. white hero shit has stalled. And frankly speaking, he is a below average 
in-ring performer at best. I really had high hopes for him. Not to say that he's not someone else's cup of tea. His facial expressions are great. He's He's got a great pack. He's got a great physique. But beyond that, when he gets in the ring and the bell goes off, I there's not a lot that I can like hang my hat on. Like, man, I gotta watch a gender match because I can only get this here. Um, So it was. Them billing that Cena and Jinder, the biggest SmackDown main event of all time, like, eh, there's been fuck all more with Uh, with Rock and Cena and others and The Rock, and there's been plenty of bigger main events. Even recently with, like, Styles and Jericho and Owens in a triple threat for the U.S. title. That had more, you know, star power and clout than this match. Far bigger. Far bigger. So you have a match itself that's a C match, and then you you got Corbin in. Out of nowhere to break it all up. He goes yeah. to attempt to slide the briefcase in, bust it up, disqualification, ha ha, see you Sunday, Cena. Right. Looks at the briefcase, looks down, and I go, you sons of bitches. He's going to cash that in, and they're going to somehow do a Cena-Corbin thing. It's and he's already lost because of the schoolboy. Holy shit. Yeah. It happened real quick, and just I was I was literally just looking at the screen like, I was flabbergasted. I mean, that I don't, and you know, there's a whole bunch of rumors about backstage politics and them souring on him a little bit, um, and uh, maybe punishing him for some social media stuff. And this was that. I I, I can't speak to any of that because I'm not backstage. That's just rumor and innuendo. But I mean, there have been three people now who have unsuccessfully cashed in money in the bank. The first was John Cena, and he's turned out pretty okay. The second was Damian Sandow to John Cena, and uh, Damian Sandow is uh, no longer with the company. He's no longer with uh, GFW. He's just kind of floating on the uh, in the ether doing some indies, which is good for him. If he's happy, that's great. Uh, but now we've got Baron Corbin on that list, and I don't know if this is a break him down to build him back up moment or if this is a all right yeah on second thought maybe not so much moment <clears throat> because i never in his main card run have thought man this is going to be the next big thing here thus far he's got a plenty of a career left uh, ahead of him i thought it was a great occurrence because it adds to me for a SummerSlam card that I'm having trouble getting excited about, we'll break it down in a bit, mm-hmm. it's added an extra level of sizzle True. to the Cena-Corbin matchup, which right. I was like, well, okay, I guess these two dickheads are fighting. And now I'm like, ah, there's a little bit of a plot there. Corbin was nowhere near ready to walk around with that strap yet. Some would say it's it's questionable whether or not Jinder was. I think Jinder's a far more deserving champion than, than, than Baron, but... It does add a level of, God damn it, why did you get involved in my match? Seeing as like, well, you got involved in my match, stupid. Right. Uh, it, do- it does add a-, a plot to a match that it didn't do a lot for me. And now I'm like, okay, let's see if we get ourselves a slightly more unhinged Baron right. in this matchup. I want him to be a wild man. I want him to just, even if he loses by the thing they do of disqualification from fighting too hard where he just like beats the shit out of Cena and gets himself disqualified. I I wouldn't mind that as much as I would him obviously losing to Cena. Cause if he loses to Cena on Sunday, then game over, man, you're in, you're in Rusev and Bray Wyatt territory for the rest of your end of days. 
Well, I'm not going to say he's going to be there for the end of days, but for the foreseeable future, your uh, your 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 push it's take will some have covering. will cooled off quite a little bit, a bit, and we'll see how you the rest of your fall winter into Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season goes. Right. But yeah, it's not going to do a ton. But do you see Cena doing the favors for a Corbin the way he's just recently did the favors for Nakamura? Yeah. I think I think Baron has a Samoa Joe versus Brock esque showing. But I don't see Cena taking the shoulder pinfall for this guy. Yeah, that's why I'm counting on some kind of disqualification or uh, outside interference from whom I don't know. But uh, I don't know whoever Cena is going to feud with next. Maybe somebody from Raw gets in the way for some reason, which would lead Cena to go over to Raw, which has been the rumor for a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just hope he doesn't have a piss poor showing. Either way, and if and if he loses, okay. But like you said, as long as he looks, you know, like a competent competitor, then 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 I'll allow it. Um, because Joe then, lost no luster after his loss no, to Lesnar, no, um, but that's because of the way that match went. He was right. he was booked to look like such a badass against a legendary WWE figure. You guys have the blueprint. You just did it. It was very entertaining. Roll yeah. it back out with Corbin. Well, yeah, but Joe was booked as a badass coming into it too, and. Baron was just booked like a moron. So he's got that hurdle to jump over uh, on top of that. Um, so that happened on SmackDown, which was really weird. You had uh, Owens and Styles and Shane have a little scuffle. Owens ends up kicking Shane by accident. So by accident. So now there's a, another wrinkle to that match. Um, I think that match is going to be, you know, technically one of the better ones of, of the evening. Uh, but, you know, I, I guess we needed one last little segment with that. What really perplexed me uh, is something that they do all the time, and they did it on Raw, too. They did it a lot this week, was giving away the matches that you're trying to sell for your pay-per-view for free on TV. And they did it with the New Day and the Usos again. Yeah. And the Usos have pinned the tag team champions, the trope that, uh, you know, they continue to rely on which is annoying and i I think they're out is that was it uh was it kofi and um uh xavier i don't even remember different combo than what's gonna fight at SummerSlam, right but still and the other thing they're on the fucking pre-show yeah the three matches on the pre-show we have um mistourage hardy boys new day usos and tozawa neville and um, speaking of giving away things, yeah, man, did did they did they fuck up with the Monday Night Raw advertisements and all that? Oh, that. Uh... What do you think there? I mean, that strikes me as some. I mean, remember these are the same venues that gave away the brand split many many days in advance, and maybe it, I don't know. I'm maybe? not 100 percent convinced. I mean, as a, if you if you're if you're selling you know a sh- uh, an event days before um like so if i'm looking at that ad today brock lesnar's a universal champ so that's a valid ad um i i think maybe it's being read into too much Uh, he is booked for the show whether or not he's still champion or not i don't know but then you had that other layer of if he loses he's leaving the wwe so why would he show up on raw the next night if that's the case I don't know. I th- maybe he's going to retain and start a program with Strowman, which they kind of tease with having them two being pulled apart at the end of the show. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's certainly a possibility that it was a mistake and, and spoiled the ending, but 
Uh, if so, well, they've also Barclay has deleted stupid. the tweet. Barclay has deleted oh. their advertisements for it. I mean, it, it, this uh, this reeks of that's an admission of fault right there. Yeah, it, it looks like Brock is walking out with the title after a Michael Cole ask. Be sure to tune in after WrestleMania to see new champion Stone Cold Steve Austin after his defeat over the Rock type of moment. Where you're like, oh yeah. shit, you guys kind of gave up the goose, didn't you? Because I didn't think there was going to be a way that both champs retained one being gender one being brock right um there's i i can't imagine a universe where nakamura walks out of SummerSlam without that belt right um which is not to say it's outside of the realm of possibility but it does sound like there's going to be some plot lines moving forward yeah. it could be a joe and roman thing um then you've got Strowman and Lesnar moving forward, which mm-hmm. is going to be you know a big beef on beef match that you know McMahon and company is going to like. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm genuinely like. looking forward to that main event, but we can we can cover that last. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of fucking funny rumor and innuendo, yeah. the show and Cass Enzo match oh. has me laughing. So be- which part Enzo. of it? Everything. Enzo is going to be suspended 20 feet above the ring in a shark right. cage. Right. Enzo turns out, uh, I finally got to heights. watch that, bring it to the table. I finally got to, yeah, there you go. He's afraid of heights. Sorry. I, I always do that to you. I apologize. I'm really bad. I love you. Yeah, Enzo Mori is afraid of heights. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Enzo Mori. I'm sorry. New podcast next week. Bad Habits <laughs> with Justin Schlegel. <laughs> it's going to be I'm a professional almost as bad production. As- I'm almost as bad as old what's-his-face that I can't stand. Um, yeah, so that's a funny little wrinkle. The whole match is unnecessary. The fact that this match is even on the card itself and not on the pre-show bewilders and frustrates the shit out of me. Um, I get that you know Cass isn't going anywhere because he moves a shit ton of merchandise. That's pretty much his only saving grace at or this Enzo. point. Is that I say Cass? Yes, Enzo. I'm sorry. Enzo uh, isn't going anywhere because he moves a shit ton of merchandise. Thank you. Uh, and I'm sorry again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a shithead. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, the, the match is just stupid. I don't care. You know, big shows in great shape, but I just I, I can't bring myself to care about a match with Cass right now. I'm gonna, I'm, this is a curiosity match for me because we still have not really got the big show, got himself in shape for Shaq. Shaq, no show, didn't happen. Big Show hasn't had a lot to do with that brand new physique of his. Big Cass has recently just been ragdolling this fucking you know worthless cruiserweight and his old partner Enzo. Right. We're finally going to get a little something back and forth. I'm hoping shades of when Strowman fought Show, and they actually had a pretty good wrestling exchange here. They did. Can Cass go? This is the this is the question for me here that I think that they're partnering show up because right. show's obviously in the, the the winter of his career he's probably got less than a year left winter I'm thinking gone. they're trying to teach him uh, they're trying to teach Cass hey the, the best big man of the business is going to show you how to get around like he did uh, take some pointers yeah. Th- this is more of an education for Cass than it is an angle in a match uh, I will be very very curious. To see how Cass looks against one of the few people on the roster, aside from a Strowman, that's as big and as large as he is. Because outside of a big boot, an empire elbow, and throwing Enzo all over the place, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of chain wrestling from him. 
No, no. He, I mean, you'll you'll get your power moves because he's that big guy. But like you said, I want to see him kind of show himself like a Strowman did. And I think Strowman, in pretty much every facet of the business, is uh, advanced beyond Big Cass's range at this point. So, you know, uh, it, it has that curiosity factor, yes. But it's also that, oh, come on, a shark cage? Fuck off. <laughs> I, I think now. Now here's the thing too that you read the rumors and innuendo of the plot that could follow, and I think a lot of this just might be Reddit conjecture and comments that you're going to see Enzo turn on Show and rejoin Cass, which logically makes no sense to me. I mean, this man has literally prison raped you for a <laughs> month now. He's spent almost all of the summer up your asshole. Just yeah. desecrating you, and you're like, "Ha ha! We pulled a, we pulled one over on you." Right. If, if if that really is the case, and he throws a pair of brass knucks out of the cage, or reaches down and grabs a hold of Show's head and holds him in place, I don't know. Does some shit, man. That's going to be an eye rolling moment for me. I hope that is not the case. I'm just looking forward to seeing Enzo. I truly hope does have a fear of heights. Just up there clutching the bottom of the cage, a la a Jim Cornette, who was right. terrified of heights, and they made him get up on that fucking Scaffold. scaffolding back in the day, yeah. and he just <laughs> crawls around on his hands and knees, which uh, is, in hindsight, is so goddamn funny. Yeah. So, yeah, not not a technical matchup for the ages, but a one of a circus freak show curiosity. Uh, um, where, where do you put that on the card? Oh, early. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I think that's going to be a midway through. My question is, what do you start off with? Do you start off with Nakamura gender? Do you start off with styles? You, they've been doing a good job recently of bookending stuff. Obviously, right. the four-way is going to go at the end. It's yes. got to. Yes. But what kicks the thing off? It's, to me, it's either got to be Cena Corbin, Styles Owens, or Nakamura Mahal. Uh, you know what? I, I could maybe see Orton Rusev kicking it off. Okay. Um, uh, that's that match, you know, it was really hastily thrown together. I really want Rusev to be successful and have a really good push. So I'm I'm putting a lot of uh, hope into that, that Randy Orton's pay-per-view losing streak will continue. Um, but now I'm, on, on the flip side, I'm also worried that Orton's going to bounce back and Rusev will be knocked down again. Um, but I think the match, and I say this all the time about Randy, if he feels like showing up, could be fucking great and rusev we know can go and he has a great aggressive style so that could that could be um a decent starter too but i feel like i feel like there has to be some kind of uh championship online for the opening match so i'll, I'll lead I'll, I'll say uh styles owens and shane start the start the show you know i'll take a, i'll take another guess nothing that i've actually said thus far i think you might see uh ambrose rollins versus cesaro oh, and sheamus perfect. to kick it off Yes. You have Rollins start off big WrestleMania main eventer. Ambrose, you know, he's been on the up and up. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro, Sheamus. Yeah, I could see I could see that. Now, looking at this whole lineup here, the IC title is not up for grabs, is it? Nope. <clears throat> nope. Miz is in that six man on the pre-show. Man, which look at this. The Miz deserves much better. The Miz deserves better. I'm looking at this here. There is no IC title. There is no Drifter. There is nope. no Canellis, which sounds like we might not see him again for a fucking while. There's no Sami um, Zayn. There's no Zayn. 
Uh, I'm trying to think where these other people could find their way in. I don't know. For a show that's already a trillion fucking years long, I- I'm okay. I, you know, no Jason Jordan. Excuse me, no Chad Gable. No Gable. Um, yeah, so you know you can't get everybody on the damn card, but uh, as long as Only you... two women's matches, right? By the looks of both it, you got t- Naomi, Natalia, Bliss, and Banks, which I'm happy they're doing. The Bliss-Banks match I have, I, I've been waiting for because of the real-life animosity. Yeah, there's, some par- there's apparently uh, some hatred between the two of them. Um, they've had one match, I think, uh, recently in the past couple months. What's I'm the stink behind mistaken? this? Is it being that the, the rumor that Bliss couldn't tell the Hardy Boys apart? Is the rumor and that like incensed Sasha (laughs) that that Alexa Bliss said something backstage. She was like a huge wrestling fan growing up, but then she didn't know the difference between Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy and Sasha Banks either heard it or got wind of it and got fucking incensed. And one of the final episodes of Talking Smack fucking Banks lit her up about being a Hollywood wannabe personal trainer, fakie, whatever. I mean, yeah. Honestly, for my money right now, if it's Alexa Bliss and Dad Ass versus Sasha Banks and that barber shop's worth of fucking purple hair, <laughs> I'm gonna probably go. But even though they have built Banks back up in the past few weeks, you know they have. They, they, well, they had to make her. her they had to make her a credible uh, threat to Bliss, which she ah. was not going into it because mm. she had lost to Nia in a squash match on pay per view a couple months ago. Yep, she did. She definitely so did. There's no. By the way, there's no. Um, there's no Charlotte on this thing, is there? Well, no, and which is kind of good considering she's probably hanging out with uh, spending you know, time with dad. Dad's spending bedside. time with dad. I don't even know if he's conscious right now. Kick out of two, Rick. Kick out of two. Come Christ. on, you got this. Even yeah, though I don't God, know God I bless you, lived right this now. long. Yeah, my psyche couldn't handle that right now. <laughs> Let's go, Nate. Uh, no, so, yeah, yeah it, the, the world is falling apart as is. I don't need the fucking nature boy uh, taking the forever sleep. Yeah, um, yeah. With all these matches, only two women's matches. It's a little disappointing, um, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. And I've heard rumors that they're going to start this horsewomen versus horsewomen um, angle with Becky and uh, one of them, one of the MMA horsewomen. I don't know anybody but Ronda. Sorry. Um, so I don't know. And apparently Ronda, uh, is training and one of the other ones, uh, is training with Brian Kendrick. So it looks like this thing may be on according to uncle Dave Meltzer. Um, so they may start laying the groundwork for that. And that has to happen in mania. So you got time to, to get those, uh, ladies up to, up to snuff when they're wrestling. And that would be, that would be huge. I mean, that's what WrestleMania is. Um, so there's a possibility we get an angle of that on Sunday. I guess. I'm trying to think. Who's the one that's actually wrestling? Is it one of them in the May Young Classic? Is that's it Sean Shauna Shania ba- Basler? Basler, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Basil Exposition from Austin Powers. Yes, yes. it's 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 Shania Basler, Jessamine Duke, who's an ex model by the way. She's a particular looking lady. Uh, Marina <laughs> Shafir and Ronda Rousey, who is their former kingpin. But no one knows who these women are. Outside of Ronda, Ronda, and all yeah. anybody knows is that Ronda has been getting fucking murked for a year now. Damn near had a mental breakdown, dropped out of the spotlight, and lost every project she had. So you're going to take three women no one's heard of and a dyed-in-the-wool loser right now in Ronda and put them up against the four horsewomen, which, if memory serves me correctly, 
is um, Becky, Charlotte, uh, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey. Yep. It's going to take a lot of prep work to get those four MMA women up to speed as a credible threat. Uh, Yes and no. I mean, you also have the, you know, coming from MMA kind of already makes you an inherent badass. Now, sure, Ronda had a couple losses, but I think just having uh, achieved the level of success she did in MMA, she comes in, you know, starting at a higher point than, you know, Alexa Bliss did when she showed up down at the PC. Um, You know, that she took a lot of work to get where she is. I'm not discrediting Alexa Bliss at all, but I'm saying, um, you know, the name Ronda Rousey, uh, just coming from an MMA pedigree uh, just starts you off uh, a little bit ahead of the pack. And if they're going to do this in Mania, they have months to, you know, introduce them, do vignettes, do training vignettes, uh, you know, work out a deal with UFC that you can show some uh, some highlights of them, you know, doing wrestling sort of stuff in their matches if, if that's ever been a thing. Um, I think there's big money in it, and I think, uh, you know, I think it would be a hell of a WrestleMania match event. Yeah, it would, it would need a very particular buildup, and there would need a yeah. lot of explanation as to who these women sure. are, what they can do. Um, you know who I think has got the best upside out of all of them, even though she's straight fucking trash when it comes to an MMA fighter, okay. is, uh, is Jessamine Duke, the one that said she used to be a model. Look her up. It's J-E-S-S-A-M-Y-N. Oh, she's lost terrible. five fights in a row. She, she's, as far as an MMA fighter... Her best years are behind her. But she is a very particular-looking girl. She's about six feet tall, about a buck 35, oh, she's ex-model. Lanky. She's, she's lanky. lanky. She's got a fucking slick-looking arm tattoo. She's also got a very particular mannerism about her. She's very, very oh. intense. Yeah. And she's lean. very intense. I can't recall hearing many interviews with her. But I do know her stare downs are great. She was aggressive as shit in the cage, and she is unique looking. Yes, to she where is. I feel like if you got a nice pro wrestling uh, base beneath her, she is rather attractive. I think she's better looking than um, than than Ronda is. I mean, Ronda's got that permanent who fucking farted on my salad face, and then th- 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 those other two dweebs. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna kick out of bed for eating crackers, but. Uh, nothing to write home about. I mean, that one in the middle, you can paint a square on her fucking forehead and do layups off of it. I think Jessamine is is the person that might have some fun upside. Now, Marina uh, Marina Schaffer is the one who's engaged to Roderick Strong. Is that right? Is that the case? I'm not sure. I know. I know. I think so. I could be way off on this, um, but I know that he is engaged to uh, an MMA fighter. I'm not sure if uh, if that's the same one or not because I don't really follow MMA. If you don't know this about me or not, yeah, I've uh, all. No, nope, that's it. Fucking... Yeah, Marina Schaffer, Roger Strong. That's her. Okay, well, that's kind of cool. All so right, well. there's that. So you can. I mean, she's already been on screen on NXT during Roddy's title match with Bobby Roode. So she's already had a slight introduction to the universe. With NXT, that doesn't really count, but you know. And I think I'm not sure whether or not she is. Uh, she has signed with with WWE or not? I don't, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I do know that. she just had a fucking baby too. Well, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a real nice picture of her breastfeeding online. So she's uh, she <laughs> might be she might be creep. on the road to recovery. Yeah. Uh, before they're gonna start building up the the four horse women thing. 
But, hey, Ronda could be a get. You know, I mean, keep in mind, Brock Lesnar came back to the WWE after multiple losses in the he cage. He yeah. kind of had the asterisk above the loss because of the diverticulitis where they had to cut out like fucking four miles of his gut because all he did was eat deer brain for like three fucking right. years and swallowed some kind of weird parasite. Yeah, but, well, Brock's a special case, but he also had, you know, a uh, history in WWE. So, you know, that 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 helped with his return, too. But the legitimacy of fighting in the UFC, and you can ask Phil Brooks this, just having a match in UFC doesn't make you, uh, you know, a good MMA fighter. So, no. <laughs> so, Mm-mm. you know, these women have achieved that moniker for their successes in the sport. So I think that I think there's a lot of good story there. I'm actually looking forward to it because it's a it's a big high profile. This is like what we were talking about last week with Cena being the the key to pop culture. You know, MMA isn't full on pop culture, but it's it's legitimate sport. And it's I a think, little more mainstream coverage. Right. Right. So I think that's something that uh, that, there, that there's big money in that, uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing. So uh, I don't even know how we got on that topic. We were talking about Charlotte and the four Charlotte horsemen. and what's going on with yeah, her yeah, and the yeah. four horsemen and what have you. Also, I'm so, looking at the. Yeah, boy, it's that fucking vegan diet that I'm pretending to be on when she's around. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I am. I'm beating up fast food like that shit took <laughs> took photos of my kid naked. Um, oh, Jesus. Balor Wyatt. I'm having yeah. trouble caring about. <sighs> and I'm feeling bad because you just spent the past couple of months with Balor Drifter, Balor Drifter, Balor Drifter, Balor right. Drifter. Now Balor Wyatt. Yeah. Like, really, you've, you've, just ha- you've been having him take on the Drifter nonstop for going on half the fucking summer. And then the last moment you're like, and Wyatt's here dumping some red shit on him. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. And, you know, it, it kind of bothers me that they're, they've kind of given away the goose that the demon is coming out now. I kind of, I kind of feel like, you know, the not promoting, I don't, I don't know, I feel like they, they kind of, not spoiled, spoiled's not the right word, but just kind of taking some of the, some of the shock of seeing him come out in the face space, because now we're all 100% knowing it's going to happen, not like, oh, is he going to come out in it, or is he not, you know? Yeah. There's a little, little, little less air and mystery. And, you know, the fact that Finn Balor is working with Bray Wyatt because it's Bray Wyatt. And I have a hard time caring about Bray Wyatt doing anything nowadays, which is sad. I, I hate that I say that, but it's it's just what they've done to him that I just I, I just I can't give a shit about him. Yeah, it's very, very hard. I'm trying to look. When was like one of the last times he um, he, he was won? a fucking WWE champion at Elimination Chamber, and then he beat Cena clean the next week on SmackDown. And now look at him; it's yeah. maddening. It, it, it is. It is. It is. It is maddening. It really, really is. Um, I'm looking at something here. It, it's his win loss record. I know we covered this on another yeah. one, and it's. It's Ugly. all the people that he has faced, and it, it, the, the, the model isn't very clear. I'm trying to see if I can find something that gives me not just his win-loss record, but, like, how many in a row has he lost? How many? Right. Because uh, I see, um, it, by the looks of it, it's just been Balor, Rollins, Rollins. Uh, yeah, boy, he is. with Ambrose. Yes, he had a very long feud with Ambrose. 
Uh, and Wyatt and Joe. Uh, yeah. So Bray actually is, is Bray rattled off three in a row. Has he defeated Balor and Rollins twice? Defeated, defeated Seth Rollins at Great Balls of Fire. Defeated okay. Seth Rollins Monday Night Raw, Raw. And defeated Finn Balor August 14th Monday Night so. Raw. So yeah, uh, before that, he was on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, 12 match losing streak. Oof. Actually, I make that 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 match losing streak with ah. one win in the middle where Bray and Samoa Joe uh, teamed up and defeated uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Uh, Not a lot of wins in the Bray no. column. Not no. a lot of wins this year. Uh, yeah, this is, wow, this is super shitty. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a lose-lose here because if Finn wins, he's supposed to win. If right. he loses, you're like, get the fuck out of here. You lost right. to this guy? Yeah, uh, the guy who became the inaugural Universal Champion a year ago loses to Bray Wyatt. Christ. Who, while not an unentertaining performer, just have, have no for the teeth. love of God, you're doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, you're doing fuck all with Harper and Rowan. Just start over. Bring them back. They're not tagging them. They're not doing dick with them. They're both just sitting back there. What's more likely? What's more likely okay. at SummerSlam? Seeing Harper and Rowan return to back up Wyatt. Or Ambrose Rollins get involved in the four-way to help Reigns? Uh, I think the former is more likely. The Wyatt family reunion is more likely than a full-on S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion at this point. Yeah. I, uh, it hasn't I, been as long, but there's there's less giving a shit. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. There's less of a giving a fuck. <laughs> and I hate to sound that way, but... I. They've done nothing really to make me believe in Bray Wyatt or make me want to see Bray Wyatt at this point. And again, it's to no fault of his own. He's a he's an interesting character on paper, and he performs it pretty well. Um, it's just he says the same rambly bullshit every time with no consequences. Wins and losses don't matter to him, but then he wants to be a champ. It's just it's it's just it's a cluster. Would you like to know what? Um John Cena's big match. John, his record is. Uh, is this com- like TV com- pay per views? Everything, not house shows, but this is. Uh, I believe it is all matches. I think it is. It is all everything. So it includes um, house shows. Yeah, I, I. I don't know. But just saying, his match is is his win loss record compared to Bray Wyatt's same amount of matches. Uh, or in same over, amount of time, over, excuse me, same amount of okay. time. It doesn't so say how shows three or not. months, maybe. Um, this Two, was I don't know because I mean I, I don't know about that. I think this the 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 one hundred and eighty two to four hundred and twenty four. Oof, that sounds like a long time. Okay, um, I thought you were just going from like that seventeen match streak. Oh no no no, not that, not that. No, you're talking sir. about cumulative. I'm talking about cumulatively oh. Bray's Bray's entire <laughs> time in WWE one eighty two <laughs> to four twenty four. Okay. Uh, John John Cena has won nine hundred and eighty nine of his one thousand two hundred and seventy eight WWE matches with a win rate of seventy eight percent. Damn. Bray Wyatt has Strong. won twenty nine percent of his Oof. matches. Wow. That's yeah, that's a pretty big disparity. What about Finn Balor? You have Finn Balor up there? I don't have Finn's record thus far. Uh, I think it's just been a little too short. 
in the WWE. I think that's all this is. But yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's going to be something where I think they're going to get to break out the demon thing here. They've been waiting to. He's going to do it. They don't pour all that red shit on him without him actually right. showing up as the fucking demon. Right. So he'll come out there. He'll act all spooky. He'll do what the fuck he's got to do, and then he wins the thing. Yeah. Um, what's what's your thoughts on I'm a match I'm worried about as far as should be exciting probably won't be is Jinder and Nakamura. Uh, I, yeah. I don't, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm exactly the same way. A best case scenario for me is Mahal turns in to a, a big fucking Indian punching bag for Nakamura because <laughs> Jinder ain't getting off a ton of offense yeah. on Nak if Nak goes hard the way yeah. he has recently, especially after that win over Cena. Yeah. I, I think Nak has got to go in there and just... Outside of some Singh Brothers interference, <clears throat> he's he, he has to turn this into a fucking clinic. If he's going to start this Shinsuke, the artist as dynasty, right. he has to do... He has to, 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 to pull the, the example we always pull is, is the Lesnar-Cena SummerSlam moment, and you just right. tool this fucking guy for 15 minutes. It, I think it could be that, but I also think it's possible that we get a Seamus Daniel Bryan... Kinshasa in three in six seconds, one, two, three, new champ situation happened too. You know what? I wouldn't be mad at that, yeah. knowing that I'm gonna start watching this pay-per-view on a Sunday and <laughs> I'm gonna be putting my head in the fucking pillow on a Monday. Right. So yes, I, I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah. I think that's actually probably one of the better case scenarios in this. You know, you have him, you know, Knox already, you have the the Bollywood boys surrounding a ring post, you know, pumping Jinder up and he, you know, says, Yeah, thanks. Yeah, let's go get it. He turns around, Kinshasa done. Blam over. Just one yeah. brutal fucking shot to the head and then right. that's it. Yeah. So uh but if the match goes, you know, what, fourteen, fifteen minutes, give or take. Um like you said, it would have to be a dominant uh, dominant showing from Nakamura. I don't want to see Nakamura trying to sell right here. I want to see him just just murder. Yeah, I need him. Crusher. I need him to get fucking creative here. I need yeah. him to do some some real fun, silly shit here to where it's like, okay, this is the guy to beat. Who, while not as large as a Lesnar in the Universal Title, that when you get in there with him, he is a buzzsaw. He's gonna yeah. do some weird. Kung Fu, throw his whole fucking body shit at you after he gets done doing the whole Michael Jackson with Parkinson's fucking routine on the way into the <laughs> ring with his homemade fucking cosplay clothes. Like, once he's in there and he gets rid of his drag queen bingo getup, he's gonna kick my head off my fucking shoulders into the fifth row. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> now, I'm looking... Fuck, that's funny. <laughs> I... I'm looking at anything else on this. Uh, I want to be excited about another uh, match on this thing, man. But outside of the Fatal 4-Way, <clears throat> does yeah. Nakamura win? And yeah. AJ Styles versus Owens, because you know that's going to be a quality match. Yeah. I am, and I'm not doing the whole, I'm not fucking watching this, it sucks, but it's, this to me is, for being the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, it ain't, it ain't got a ton of heat to it. No, Naomi versus Natalia. Uh, All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't dislike Natalia. She's a very good uh, in-ring worker. She's not 
super great on a promo um, and comes off very annoying. But she's a heel right now, so it works. Yeah. Uh, the really bad part was when she was a face and came off that annoying. Um, and Naomi's really come a long way. So the, the, that match could be good. I mean, I'm, they're not giving them 15 minutes by any means. Um, any surprises on, on, on Sunday? Does anybody show up? Uh, is there any call up? Uh, is there a preview of the following night when they're expected to do, by the way, this coming Monday, expected to do another shakeup? Oh, uh, this Monday already. That's, that's the rumor is that there's going to be a second shakeup after SummerSlam. Why would you not promote that though? I feel like you should say, set that up on Monday saying next week is the superstars. Like, don't just drop it on us, man. You're trying to boost your ratings. Give them something to watch. Yeah, this was uh, this is according to Cage Side <laughs> two weeks ago. WWE thinking of doing another superstar shakeup after SummerSlam, and the company's thinking about having another shakeup as early as next month once the SummerSlam is over. And this was this was where the rumors got started of certain NXT coming up and certain main roster talent, i.e., Enzo down, and some yeah. cruiserweights going back down. Yeah, well, I don't know who I want to who I want to see come up at this point. Um... If the Authors of Pain lose their titles on Saturday at TakeOver to Sanity, which I don't think is going to happen, but it's a possibility, um, I wouldn't mind seeing them come into the uh, the tag team division, probably on SmackDown. Um, I don't... I don't think Rude has. I think Rude is perfectly suited for NXT. I don't want to see him leave anytime soon. Um, Especially with Adam Cole coming yeah, in. Give, give him a foil. Yes, give give that man a foil. Uh, I mean, for all we know, you're, there's there's rumors out there of them being fucking high on black. Alistair could show up in some form or another on main roster, and they pull like an Apollo Cruz, uh, uh, Alexa Bliss with him. We're like, shit. Guess they're done with him already. Because I think yeah. he's gonna fucking murder Hideo with Takeover. Yeah, probably. But I, I think I want to see him murder the rest of the people in NXT first. Like, because you know he's not going to be treated the same way on the main roster as he is on NXT. So I want to see that prolonged a little bit. What if Drew McIntyre does not win and Drew comes up and gets into a program with his former cohort, 3MB, Jinder loses the title, and then you got Jinder Drew? I, I, I could be into that. Because if I mean, he doesn't win that title, huh. I, don't think, I don't think Drew McIntyre wins a takeover. I think Bobby Roode so has been so good with it. And Drew has been so so transformed physically, like his yeah. brother Jinder. I think there's plenty of other challengers coming in. Adam Cole, you've got uh, Black O'Reilly on the way and, up, and yeah, Bobby Fish is there too. <coughs> you got now. Fish and O'Reilly. Yeah, I think send send McIntyre back to the main roster. He's done his time. Send him back up. He's completely changed himself. Get him on in there. Put him back in the system. Do something else with him. I tell you what, this card is indicative of, and it's a shame. But uh, the Hardys are stinking more and more of a Dudley nostalgia act. They are on the fucking pre-show, partnered up with Kurt Angle's illegitimate child, and they're not even on. They were the surprise of WrestleMania, yeah. and months later, they're on the pre-show with Jason Jordan. This well, I, broken shit ain't happening. A lot of that has to do with the Revival getting injured again, because they were set to be in a program with them. So, I mean, that and that match could have very well been on the pre-show as well. I don't, I, I obviously have no intel on that. Um, but they they lost direction when that angle got busted because of uh, Dash Wilder's broken jaw. No, t- tricep, bicep, something. Uh, with his fucking bicep arm. is yeah, his bicep. arms all fucked up. So right yeah. is 
it, right as Jaws gets his fucking maw unwired, right. then Handlebar goes and fucks his arm up to where, <laughs> honestly, no flips or fists at this point because you fucking hurt yourself all the time. Yeah. So not forever the revival or fuck the revival. Just sort of forget the for uh, revival at this point. It doesn't sound like he's going to be back for a while. It's going to require surgery. Yeah. And speaking of Jaws, just a total, complete 100% uh, side note. How far down your pants were your hands when you talked to Daniel Craig the other day? Uh, I lost my shit. I couldn't <laughs> handle it. Um, I was given explicit instructions to not, not ask about Bond, about Bond, and I yeah. fucking ignored them. I'm like, yep. sure. I won't ask him. I won't ask James Bond about James Bond. <laughs> you can. I got dressed up for it. Uh, I got dressed up for the thing. Did you see? Did you see no. my outfit? No, no I didn't. So I was oh man, I got dressed up here. I'm gonna text you a picture of it right now. Because <laughs> yeah. you you're a you're a Bond fucking nut. I'm a Bond Ian Fleming fucking just nut. All yeah. right, I got myself. I sent. A, there you go. Just send it off to you. Just to just to just to look good. <laughs> You're such an asshole. It's his balls. It's my Mr. Potato Head dick. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Describe it. <laughs> it's... Go ahead. You describe took a... it. <laughs> you took the the feet foot base of a Mr. Potato Head and you put your put your meat and two veg in there and attached the uh, mustache. Under um uh-huh. under your dick in between your dick and balls there and you have uh-huh. the, he tucked the hands under your under your scrot and the eyes are sitting very comfortably on top of your uh weenus head. What if I blew your mind and told you that's not my dick? <laughs> but those are my balls. Uh, those don't look like your balls. I've seen your balls plenty. Nah, I gotta look at that left one. Fucking Mr. Potato Head's cheek is extra big. Oh, okay, so, yeah, my right, your left. For a $1,000 Patreon donation, Chris (laughs) will send you this picture. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, what did we miss on the, uh, on the card here? Getting back to SummerSlam and nothing. balls. Uh, I mean, really nothing. and Neville are having a rematch. Who gives a shit? <clears throat> um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Cesaro, uh They gave it to Sazawa there. Although the um, uh, Titus Worldwide has actually turned out to be a pretty interesting uh, sort of thing. He's being a, a good supportive manager there. Did you think Titus was going to fucking turn on Tazawa there when he got him up on his shoulders? A little bit, a little bit. I was like, oh, here's where he fucking pancakes. Like I'm- the old evolution uh, sort of thing. Yeah, to- yeah, you're the man. Yeah. Thumbs down, fucking Thumbs drop down. his ass. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm like, wow, he actually believes in his client. I yeah. Mean, Apollo Crews nowhere to be fucking found, but... It's a welcome yeah. change. Yeah, so Titus O'Neil and Tazawa Neville, okay. You know, I, I, I guess that's great. Um, uh, what else is on the car? We had two really, matches, there's two tag fuck team all matches. from fuck What do you think match? about the... Uh, I think uh, after the match that Usos and the New Day had on um, whatever the last SmackDown pay-per-view was, Battleground, or I don't know, I lose track of them all, which was great... Um, do you think New Day retains? Or do you think the the Usos take it back? I think New Day retains. Okay. I think Usos are going to hunt. Uh, I have to wonder what what else do they do though in regards to tag teams being involved? Um, yeah, is there going to be? I mean, with the who else is on SmackDown? I mean, have fucking Brizongo wrestle 
or have the goddamn <laughs> yeah. Ascension wrestle. Though I did laugh when they screamed, uh, we, we, we live a gluten-free gluten lifestyle. What do they say? Gluten is the enemy? Yeah, something like that. I never thought the Ascension would be good comedic foils. I never would have accepted that. Is but. that difficult, knowing that you're putting on all your bullshit, you're putting on your <laughs> fucking Juggalo face paint, you're putting on your dumb shirt, you're wetting your hair down, you're getting to a real nice, tight Connor ponytail, yeah. Victor ponytail, excuse me, and going in there to do a who put pubes in the pie bit. I mean, do they do they get paid if they wrestle, or do they get paid the same if they just appear on TV? I don't know. They probably have a downside guarantee with some sort of pay-per-view kickback if they're on it, which they ain't. Nope. So, that's God, now that's something I want to look up. I want to look up the Ascension, Ascension win and loss record. Uh, Ascension WWE. i got to find the same site that I just looked up. Uh, win, loss, record. Ooh. Here's an idea as you're looking that up. Um, we were talking about people going back down to NXT and people coming up. What if the Ascension went back down to NXT uh, to face the authors of Pain, but uh, as Ascension being babyfaces and uh, you know, like you think you're the most dominant tag team in NXT history, that's our gig, and then they come back and get a little fire back under them. I think that could be a great program. That could be cool. That really that that could that would be that would be great. For that brand, send them back down there, uh, uh, clean them up some. Yeah, send them back up eventually. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Fifteen WWE stars with shocking win loss records in 2017. Now this okay. was in May, so it's a little right. old at this point. Fifteenth place, Sami Zayn, twenty Ooh. and thirty three. Mm. Dolph Ziggler, not doing well. Not on the card. Thirteen and thirty. Ooh. Big E Langston. Big really? E Langston of all people. He stands at, and again, this is May, things have changed since then. Eight and twenty-eight. Is it uh, does this count tag team matches or are these just solo? I think matches? it's just tag team and solo. Huh. Matches that you're in. Uh get a look here. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Eight, excuse me, thirteen and thirty-four. Wow. Who's actually fucking winning? At number 11, Nia Jax, 12 and 37. Okay. Ooh, here's a bad one. Baron Corbin, 9 and 39. Ooh. As of May. Okay, there's been some changes, but still. Yeah, I feel like he's been, a, yeah, I guess it's been since May. AJ Styles stands at 15 and 30. What's the source here? What's the website? This is the sportster.com. Let me just okay. go ahead and reread the top here uh, as far as where this stuff was gathered from. <clears throat> uh, this list compiled, composed after episode 923 of SmackDown Live, and the records will have changed by the time you read this list. It includes all live events, such as live shows and dark matches. Okay? okay. So right. it includes all that sort of stuff. Right. Jinder Mahal. The fucking modern day Maharaja in May, uh -huh. seven and thirty-eight. Oof. The Miz, four and thirty-one. <laughs> I don't get how this is fucking possible here. Okay. Charlotte has one of the worst records in 2017 in May. Five and forty-three. I don't believe that. that I'm having that, trouble that getting this now. Really off. The Ascension. Yeah. Two. 
Not far off. One. Oh. And 31. Oof. One and 31. In second place, Bo Dallas at one and 30. And coming in at number one for the single worst record in all of the WWE as of May 2017 is at O and 40, Kurt Hawkins. That's not a total shock. If Bo was number two, then Kurt had to be number one. Yeah. Wow, that is night sleep. That is a goddamn shame. There, mm. that's that's bad. That is well, that is head scratching. Uh, but with a perfect record, with a perfect record, uh huh, of five wins mm-hmm. and zero losses, mm-hmm. only one facing cock is Paige's vagina. Jesus, <laughs> did I read that right? Yep, oh, six and zero. Oh. Six, oh, six and a half? Six and a half and a oh, if you count Xavier. He's bringing that big stick. <laughs> Swinging some heavy lumber. Bringing that heavy wood. <laughs> bringing, that, bringing that four by four. Uh, up, bringing up, that hole. down, down. Ugh. Left, right, low. God, you're pregnant. <laughs> Takes his pants off, introduces her to his big D, Langston. Uh. <laughs> is Xavier Woody? <laughs> <laughs> He got jokes. Keep him going. Who's he got? Oh boy, what else we got here, guys? If I, uh... it's, it's a nude day. Nude day, yes. <laughs> there we are. The power of HIV positivity. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't you dare be sour with your <laughs> test results. You have the clap for you. Your have, t- you have the clap. Oh my God! You have the clap. <laughs> you have <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.